0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode forty-four of the Line of Vienna podcast. It's me,
1: Daniel Murphy. I'm back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I've done so much since so- Oh, hello, everyone. How's it been? I hope you've all had, you know, a good Christmas break. I hope you're all enjoying coming back into the. Well, you're probably not enjoying the wonderful, hateful world of work, but that's how it goes. But yeah, hell, since last time I spoke, I've been to Eastleigh, which you know. That wasn't. (laughs) Lol. (laughs) I went to Sheffield Wednesday as well, which was not fun, and then, you know, done exams and shit, so hello. It's nice to talk to you again. As I said, well, as I didn't say, I'm going to say now, it's quite a sparse Love Pod today. All of the Love team are either out or busy or just fucking disappeared apparently. So it's just me and Tom. Tom, how's it going, fella?
0: Yeah,
2: not too bad. I don't think uh, you're able to get rid of me at the minute. I think I've been oh, yeah.
1: on three, four in a row. Yeah, you're regular at the minute. Well, you know, if it's consistency we like. And it's consistency that Bolton have had. <laughs> oh, that's so, so good. For the first time in, like, fuck knows how long, wouldn't you say, Tom? Because since the last podcast, there's been two matches. And Bolton have only got two bloody wins. And have only scored three bloody goals in each the games, and the first one of course was the FA Cup replay against Eastleigh it was 3-2, still a bit a bit of a worrying scoreline, but we then went on the following Saturday and just smashed MK Don's 3-1, and it should have been more, according to everyone who was there, unfortunately I didn't see this, because I was in a fucking exam on a Saturday (laughs) who the fuck puts an exam on a Saturday, so anyway, I finished this exam at half 3 Get out about
0: what's what minute did Darren Pratley score in the 36th minute? So I get out about at two nil. Yeah. So like that I got out, and as soon as my phone
1: came on, as soon as I got on Twitter, the newest tweet was Darren Pratley scores two nil, and I fucking celebrated in the middle of the street. I was not expecting us to be ahead at all. But before <laughs> before we get into the first league game since um, the twenty-eighth of December. Let's talk about Eastleigh for a bit, uh, Tom. You were there for that, how how was it?
2: I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the the away fans were brilliant.
0: Mm.
1: The, the uh, best I uh, we've had all season. I've heard on a few occasions. I think there wasn't
2: there wasn't you know a, a, it wasn't the biggest away following. There was only about five hundred, but you know when the team was, it became clear in the last five minutes we were on top. Yeah. Uh, it looked like the game was won, and they just they just didn't stop. They were they were really good. Um, so I mean, and the team on the pitch in the first, particularly in the first twenty five minutes, they played very well as well. And, and overall, if if you were if you were a, a neutral watching it, you'd have thought, what well, you know, a really good game. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the fact that we won means I'm able to to kind of. Talk about easily as if yeah, thanks for turning up. Mm-hmm. Um, if they'd have won, I'd have been gutted. But yeah, it was it was really good, especially for a freezing Tuesday night. Mm.
1: Did were I wouldn't say lucky, but were as in for us. But were uh, were easily good for the win if they'd have got it themselves. No, no, I no. think we just turned on. You know the the different the league difference actually paid a massive part for us.
2: Yeah, in the first. Uh, in the in the first twenty twenty five minutes, they were they were as good as us, yeah. uh, um, but beyond that, it, it it soon became clear that that we were the better side and we we took control after that. Yeah, he's
1: got some nice goals as well. Um, I, I quite Moxie smashed one in, and he should do that more because he's only done it. He's only scored for us twice, and both goals have been like smacking it in from the edge of the area. So he should do that more often. But then, um. Prattley's goal was really nice as well. Scholler, who we'll definitely talk about later, with some nice link up play. And um what was the first goal we scored? Was it I can't recall. Who scored first for us? It was Medine. Of course ben, it was that was a good finish as well. He did well to bring it down in his slot takes <laughs> corner. So yeah, some good yeah. goals for once on the side of Bolton, so Yeah, it was
2: good. I mean, like you like you talked about, Moxie's. Medine's was a good finish. Uh Moxie's was lovely. And then, like you said, the setup with Prattley, uh, Silver really started it on the left wing, um, and then nice link up between Prattley and
1: Amiobi. Yeah, it was it was good. So the going into the uh, fourth round is obviously quite good for us, and we'll talk a bit more about leads later. But I, I say, are you happy that we're still going? Because I think a cup. You no, know, this we've got two wins in a row now, and if this, even if it is a win against a fucking conference side. If this sparks some sort of momentum and some sort of winning run, we, you know we've got a lot to. It's almost like the draw away at Eastley, We've done us a lot of favors in a way.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, I mean, it sounds strange, but the best situation for us is to draw the first game mm-hmm. and, and earn a replay against. Well, as far as we're going, the competition.
1: Yeah, um, Leeds. So
2: I'm
1: going to talk about it later, but we've we've Bolton have actually done the fucking cleverest deal they've done in about ten years with in, with uh, regards to the Leeds game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I do. I think it's a good move to to do what we've done for the for the Leeds fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I said it last week in the podcast. Um, I, I came mostly about the FA Cup. Um, before Saturday I thought we were dead and buried yeah um, now we've got some sort of a pulse
1: mm.
0: um,
2: not much but you know yeah, it's, not...
1: it's surprising what a cup run can do to because it is just like a break from the norm isn't it and well it nearly wasn't when we nearly you know when we went behind at East League on two occasions like but finally they've got their act together and they've got a bit of fire of them and Scored on to the MK Dons game, which we obviously will talk about in a bit more detail, even though I don't think either of us was there, but that's just how it goes, we we can chat bullshit, it's fine, Pratley is a player I'd like to talk about, because he's coming for a lot of fucking justified criticism this season, he's not been nearly as good as he was when he, you know, what, him the captaincy, but I feel like in the last few games he's not, I wouldn't say necessarily stepped up his performances, but he's playing better, but he looks like a bit more of a leader now, he's just... He is the one taking game by the scuff of the neck, he was the one who got the equaliser against Eastley in the away game. He scored the um winner against them and he's you know, he's scored against MK Dons as well. So he's starting to get a bit of his old fall back, isn't he? And like bombing forward and um just being that's taking the game by a scuff of the neck, I suppose, and just you know, standing up and fighting.
2: Yeah. Um it's not, It's not necessarily just about goals as well it's his performances as a whole mm-hmm. um i think even even when we've been losing games um i I think he's he's set an example mm. um for the players and yeah you I mean you call it captain's performances and people question what does that actually mean but it's it's you know when 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 the heads are dropping you try and take the game by the scruff of the neck and you you try and be brave and make things happen um and, and he's doing that and like you said it, Maybe it started at Eastley away, but um probably Blackburn at home.
1: Mm.
2: He, he led the team as well. So he he's he's definitely um if, if we're turning a corner then I reckon he's leading it.
1: Yeah. And it's no, it is nice to see after he's you know, he it, not many actually argued when he got the armband, did this, So it's good that he's finally living up to it. But um, is there any players you want to talk about from MK Dons, specifically oh, Art on for that matter? Uh, Liam Trotter, Ooh, if that's all right. He's played, he played, when they first come back, what game was it? It wasn't the Wednesday game, it was the, uh, we drew, or was it the Wednesday game? Was the, it, Wednesday? But, Wednesday was his first start, wasn't it, back yeah. here? And I went to that, and I was impressed with him. He, was, uh, yeah, he, he just he's looked been- tidy and composed and just looked, wasn't out of place at all so how, what do you think of him?
2: He's, he, he's very good in possession um, or, or he's looked very good in possession should I say uh, I think Prattley plays or has been playing better as well with Trotter in there mm-hmm. but he, he, he looks comfy on the ball and he seems to make things happen and one thing that he does that we're maybe not used to seeing is he does the simple things when he's got the ball mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't try and do too much Um, yeah I've, I, I think he's settled in and do you know what I thought we'd seen the end of him when he yeah, went. Yeah, Sorry,
1: there. I'm pretty yeah. sure I wrote that he'll never play in a white shirt yeah. again. But you
2: know, he went. He goes to Forest, and then he's um. He went. He went to Forest, and then his loan was extended, and it just yeah. seemed as if that was it.
1: Yeah, it kind of fizzled out at the end, though. He was um, he was starting at first, and then he just wasn't getting on at all. So maybe Dougie's actually done as a solid for once in his fucking life by um, I don't know, rejuvenating him a bit. Maybe I don't know. He looks. I He looks. You know what I mean. He looks a bit leaner, just a bit more hungry. I'd say, which is a bit of a weird contrast. But you know what I mean. He's like, he's. He looks like he's come back with a point to prove. I'd say.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, like I said, it's it's a bit of a strange one. Mm. It, it, it just seemed. I don't know. It, it seemed like he it, it, it was done, and 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 that was that. And then he's come back. I mean. When his loan at Forest finished and he came back, he, I remember reading the statement from Trotter and the club saying, "I'm a Bolton Wanderers player and I'm and I'm back to play for Bolton Wanderers." And I just thought I was really strange. Yeah. It, it it struck me as he was talking crap. Um, but you know, maybe he's good for his word and he and he wants to come and, and graft, which is which is good. I yeah. think we we need a bit of presence in midfield, don't yeah, we?
1: Definitely. Like Vela, when he's been played, though, he's had his good games, and his bad games, but he's just not. A with the right back situation and B with just he's not really. I don't think he's had enough time there to really settle in, which you know due to the right back situation. So him and Prattley it just seems to work. It, I don't know what it is. It just they seem to complement each other well. Where Trottles City allows Prattley to bomb on, and it also it allows Matt Davis to play further up. And he had ninety seven percent passing um, on the weekend at St. Andrews after his move to Sheffield Wednesday's brought down. So. Do you think he's gonna? St- hey, do you think he's gonna stay now? Do you think we'll actually see some of his better side coming out again? Uh,
2: I hope so. I hope so. I think. Oh well, it, it, at the minute it's indicating that that's going to be the case, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but, but it's come thick and fast as they always do, and then we'll see. We'll see where we are then.
1: So, um, mm-hmm. go on. Well, I'm I take it you've seen the highlights from Okadons. Yeah. Have you seen Old Wellington Silver ripping yeah. heads up? That is. It's a shame. No, there's two things that are such a fucking shame about Silver in this situation. It's that a. He's not done that more often because he has it in his locker and he can. He just needs to be. Stopped. I like the petulance of his game. I love it when he fucking like dives and screams and rolls. It's well funny. It's always funny when it's happening on your team, but he just needs. it just seems like. He's not fanning about of it now. He's being direct, and obviously he's fanning about with it in the sense he's doing tricks and shit. But he's always going goalwards instead of backwards and stuff. Another bit. It's why can we never have the likes of Clough, Clayton, and Silver all in the team at the same time? <sighs> the that's stars just, just, just never align, do they? It's yeah, so infuriating. Just, say that's that's just the way it works for us, doesn't it? Yeah, but um, Silver he's he even got his own highlight reel on the YouTubes, which has only happened. From there, I mean, the last time it happened was when Andre Moritz did like, a massive 40-yard Rabona pass like some two years ago now. But do you think we've still got the best to see of Silva? Do you think he can kick on and be consistent though? Um, do you know what? On, against
2: Eastleigh, I didn't think he had a good game in the first mm. half. Right. Um, and To the point where I, I made a fool of myself because I, I opened my mouth and criticised him. <laughs> uh, when, thing when things weren't going too well for us, um, I looked at it and, and I just said, "You've got, you know, you've got no excuse. You play for Arsenal. Yeah. You know, the rest of them have got an excuse. This is their level. This is the club they play for." And he was he was trying to make things happen. And he was probably trying to do too much, and it wasn't coming off for him. Yeah. But then he he played a role in the third goal, and then against them, he was just unbelievable. Mm. Like it, I didn't know where it came from, and it's just typical of me to. Um, yeah. Call us shit
1: every week if that's what happens.
2: I know. Well, the, the thing is, I remember. Oh, what was it? It was it was Robin van Persie. Um, I remember. I just I, I made a stupid comment after a few drinks. Called him average, oh. and then he went on to score every time he kicked a ball and signed for United. And my mates have never let me forget it. But um, it was the same again. I, you know, as soon as I criticize a player, they just they go out and prove me wrong. I called Deli Alli a myth when he got he got a. <laughs> When he got his, his his England call up, I said, "Oh, he's a myth." And then oh. the next minute, he thinks he's Frankie Worthington.
1: I think he's better. With fucking look at that
2: man! Oh, his the, goal,
1: oh, no, I'm joking, obviously, but his goal that was something else. That one, I was like, I was where was I? I? was out in uh, I was at the pub after my exam because I needed a fucking drink. <laughs> <Several>. <laughs> hey, I found a pub that I was serving that was uh, giving away a uh, strong for two quid a pint, mate. I was buzzing. <laughs> but um, that came up and I was like, oh, Ali scored again. And then Twitter just fucking blew up with it and I saw it. I was like, my days, he's somewhere else that could. But no. he was, yeah. Speaking I mean, of players who are scoring out of this world of goals at the weekend, <laughs> we've got a choice of two here. Which one am I going to go for? I think we've got to go for, for a you go for the big man,
2: You've got to go for the big man.
1: He scored at the beginning, he scored at the, well, he scored at what we think is the end. Shola Amiobi. What a class goal. What a just oh. a just a non Just, a goal. Shoulder. just... Oh, oh 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 yeah, that's Shola fucking Amiobi for you. God, yeah. tell me about it, Tom, tell me that.
2: Oh, just the drop of the shoulder. See you later. And then uh, i I mean he went through he went through sooner and like um I didn't go to the match on Saturday so I was stuck listening to the radio. And as he was going, as he was going through on goal, I thought, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. This is it. He's gonna yeah. finish with a goal. And then it came to to nothing. Um, but I mean, what? Like, just brilliant to have two defend. And it, they, they weren't just around him. The defenders.
1: Yeah, they were
2: on him. They were like, they were they
1: were on him. <laughs> sure, we, we picked the ball up from practically halfway line and scored without releasing it. <laughs>
2: oh, it was, oh, it was unbelievable! It's like, it's
1: like, it's it's like fucking just, time warp to two a little, or, or
2: it? Little drop of the shoulder. And then and then he's in one on one, and he just just the way that he strokes it past the keeper, it was like he was like I do this every day. Yeah, well, it was superb. I think we'll su- talk
1: more about him and his proposed departure and whatnot in the next segment. But yeah, it was it was fucking very nice. And what was even more pleasing is that we scored moments after MK Dons could have got back into it, and Bolton Wanderers have been known to fucking collapse once we concede a goal. So for us to just retaliate straight away and have be a bit more mentally stronger that was very pleasing for me to see well yeah
2: the, the, I was speaking to to somebody at work today and um, we, we agreed that it's very rare for Bolton Wanderers to concede a goal in the way that we did and um, turn around and, and, and score yeah. again you know usually it's a nervy end to the game yeah. and, and we we crawl over the line yeah. but um, I, that, I think that was really pleasing the fact that we um we, we went back up the pitch and yeah. just said, Shola, do what you got to do. It was a
1: surprisingly clever goal as well because there was actually fucking like, three MK Dons players in their own half because they were obviously going for the equaliser. But it's not like us to actually be smart and try and counter attack like that either, I find. It's, we usually mm. just run it into corners and stuff, but instead, Shola, none of that fanning about, it, just straight in and sticks in the goal. So it's yeah, you know, just very pleasing. I know, I know it's a obviously a great performance for us, but I think. From what I hear, MK Dunn's were very, very shit in the same breath. So, yeah. yeah. But we've got one more player to talk about, and that is another goal scorer. It's young Rob Holding. And oh, right, and this is funny, right? Matt, I've got a mate who I went to Weasley with, who I went to Sheffield Wednesday with, and each of these games, he's put about 20 quid on Rob Holding to score. And he
2: didn't do it on Saturday?
1: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of my exam. Saw that he'd scored, and I was like, "Please tell me you did it!" And he was just like, just like ready to just jump off a Barton Bridge or something. Was... But Super. yeah, Rob Holding with the injury to uh, Old David Wheater which is quite unfortunate, but has his silver lining. Holding's been moved into the centre, and he's been he's been doing all right at right back. But as I've been saying about. What I always, what seems to happen with Bolton defenders is that the a young centre back will be will come in, but he'll be put at right back. Same happened to Oscar Freckeld. and then they have a bad performance there, and then that. they get labelled as shit. That definitely happened to Freckeld against Norwich on and last year on Halloween, and that's what led to Vela playing right back. But um, with Holding, he's been. He's had a couple of dodgy games. Rotherham was pretty bad, and another one. If I look at my fictional list, was bad, and I believe Hudders, not Huddersfield. Huddersfield, he might have been at home. I think he was a bit getting caught out a few occasions. So he's had a couple of wobbles, but he's held his own. And now he moved back into his natural position. He looks like he's a. Uh, well, he looks like he's uh, the latest prospect to actually hold down a proper. You know, he'll probably get his own a good number next season and stuff like that. Tom. So. I,
2: I, do you know what on uh, on Tuesday night? I don't think he had his best game. Did he? Uh, no, I don't think. I, I don't think he had a good. I mean, it was really good to see him recover. Um, you know, to the to the point where he he was good to go um, and and seemed to have a solid game, but. I, I thought he, I thought he struggled.
0: Right.
2: Um, yeah, I did. I thought That's he struggled. I mean, um, not so much the second half as we started to take over, but um, easily we're getting in behind um, on the left hand side. Sil- yeah. Silver offering, um, silver was offering Moxie very little in terms of support. And
1: Moxie's very attacking in his own right, isn't he? Uh,
2: well, yeah, yeah. Um, but then once they got in behind Moxie, it was it was holding yeah. and covering, and yeah, we just he, he didn't look entirely confident, but. What about that run in the first half? See, I've it's, not
1: seen this, so please tell me about
2: it. He just decides that he's, I don't know, he might have, he might have a Brazilian granddad or something, but <laughs> just off he went. Um, I mean, the shot in the end, we'll, we'll not talk about the shot at the end, because it yeah. was a bit p P-roller back to the keeper, but he just he just was unstoppable. Cool. Uh, and they cutting in onto his right foot, mm. um, edge of the box, yeah. All he needs to do is work on that,
1: that right foot finish and... I you think can do that every week. With holding, like you said, there you might struggle against Eastleigh. I do believe maybe both of their goals came from that left side. I think, but um, he's yeah. people have to remember he's only twenty, and that's what his third, second game or Eastleigh was his first or second game playing centre back for um for us. So he's you know he's just got to give him time. It's just he's a good player. It's obviously just the experience of playing a centre back. I, I, I suppose playing with, alongside Dorian David doesn't exactly help much either, but. Congrats to him for scoring his first goal, it was certainly made me very happy when I saw it and I think before we run, uh, bring this segment to a close,
0: have we turned a corner, Tom?
1: Do you think uh, we can, do you, I know it's a bit premature to say when we get battered by Leeds on Saturday but um, do you think can we, we can mount a, uh, an corner. escape? We are approaching a corner,
2: <laughs> we're not, not turning a corner, we're approaching a corner and, and Not necessarily Leeds at the weekend, but the the next couple of league games.
1: Well, let me Um, look Gander. Who do we play next? We've got Wolverhampton Wanderers away next, who've just suffered two long-term injuries. Rotherham at home, which is fucking massive. And then we've got a really difficult four games, five, six games after that. We play Brighton, QPR, Birmingham, Burnley, Leeds, Ipswich. Then we play Preston and Bristol City. And then it's back to the difficult stuff with fucking hell. our run st- Oh shit! The bed. I, I run in from April second is Reading, then Brentford away, then Derby away, then Middlesbrough at home, then Charlton at home, which is good, and Cardiff away, which we usually do okay at. Then our last two games are Hull at home and then Fulham away. So we need to start picking up points. now if we're gonna do, if we're gonna stay up, don't aren't we? Yeah, but I mean,
2: it's it's too far to be looking, you know, towards
0: yeah.
2: towards the running. I think we take it two, three games at a time. Um, Leeds, I'd, I'd I'd like to think we can win that. Um, <sighs> Wolves away, I still think that's another winnable game. If you think about, the, like you said, the injuries they've got, the players they've lost in January, um, yeah, that's looking good. And then Rotherham at home, we, we well, really need... I mean, we underestimated Rotherham last time, when we yeah. went away. We underestimated, underestimated them massively. Um, but, you know, if we get a couple of results in the way, beat Leeds in the FA Cup, get something from Wolves, um, and
1: then, yeah. Surprisingly
0: hopeful end to the segment from Especially Tom, from
1: uh, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we'll bring that one to a close now, and we'll come back to discuss some news and happenings in the world of Bolton this week. So, it. stay where you are.
0: Welcome back to Love Pod forty
1: four. I'm still with Tom, it is just me and Tom. There's there's no one else unfortunately. And news this week, it's been as always, it's been full of highs, lows, 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 win, a win for once which was a high, but then um <laughs> but then lows. I forgot to put this on the running order, but it was announced that um well, that the staff wouldn't get paid and that wasn't treated very well, you know, obviously that didn't go down well. But then you're gonna to have to explain this to me, Tom, so I hope you understand it a bit better than I do. So do I. I don't know what you're gonna ask me. Go on. It's this it's about this court order. So the court order's been given. I presume that means it from what I grasped it meant the unfroze the accounts so we can sell this car park. And have we sold a car park for twenty million? Um well the t-
2: that's the largest figure I've heard. I mean, I've heard as little as six as well.
1: But how how the fuck's a car park worth that much? I suppose it's because the money you make from it. I suppose
2: it's uh, yeah. In terms, of, well, the long term, if you think about, I don't I mean, actually. I don't know how much of the car park is is planning on being sold, but if, if you think about the what they can build on there, if, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, they're gonna, gonna
1: build on it and never farm it. I would I'm, assume
2: so. Yeah, I mean, for that for that price, you'd assume the building. Surely on they would just. I mean.
1: Mm, I'd be.
0: But they need the car park for the, for the fucking stadium, don't they?
2: Well, I don't know what they're going to charge for a car park space if they want the money back of a six yeah. to twenty pound million. They could uh, do the uh,
1: investment. what they've done on the other side of Middlebrook, you know, with the car park under restaurants and stuff. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's a possibility. Yeah, but, I
2: mean, I would assume that they would build something on it. Um, yeah, and, you know, long term, you can think of like I don't know the the business rates and the rents that come yeah, from fair it. Fair enough, but and well,
1: about real estate because yeah, it's enough, enough adult talk. Yeah, so this court was given. We had, I presume, with the car park actually gone and we've got the money in. Does this mean that the staff are getting paid? Um, because I don't think that's actually been cleared up anywhere. No, like it hasn't, hasn't. no, it hasn't. No, it has The the feeling around the place is that it is because everything seems a little more. Hopeful,
2: yeah. Well, the main the main thing that it's going to deal with is the
1: winding up order over unpaid taxes. Is that all paid? That two million for taxes are paid then, and that means this court order that coming up the the other court when we're at the end of February, are we in the court again?
2: Yeah, I think the the reason why we got the extension is the club was able to uh, not so much to prove, but to convince. Judge whoever whoever was looking at it to convince the those looking into the case that we could raise the money in the time. So I'm assuming that that is going to pay the bill off. Yeah. But at the worst case scenario, it leaves us with what four million pound left. Best case scenario, if you th- if you, if we think it, if we you know if it is twenty million, eighteen million pounds we could buy two Benicaphobies for that.
1: <laughs> but I'm just this money gives us leeway now to. Well, hey, we're not fucking dead yet, and then if this tax bill's paid off, the HRMC can't liquidate us, which they wanted to do, so that's good. And um, it means that until the takeover finally happens, we have some power to keep hold of Clough, Davis, Prattley, etc., etc., etc. Well, you'd hope
2: that, wouldn't you? Oh, well, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, again,
2: the, you know, there could be a reason behind why people like Zach Clough and Mark Davis aren't exactly running out of the door you know nobody's been yeah. seems to
1: have been nobody wants them. to nobody seems to want to go do yeah. the, pl- the closest we've come is like Mike Davis you know that move seemed done but he's not exactly sulking about not leaving is he yeah well he's straight back into the team
2: and playing he's not like you said he's and not he'll be sulking up to, him,
1: surely it'll be his 10 is he on the 8 seasons now so man if he stays like, there's no reason that if he stays we get a new one. he could get a new contract in the summer and then he could end up being a fucking testimonial player Imagine if he <laughs> yeah, testimonial if before he,
2: Kevin Davis got his, I was going to say, if he wants a testimonial, he best put his request in now. If he wants <laughs> it before the time he's
1: fifty, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be weird. But um, so, in summary, is this court, this court order given is good? Yeah,
2: just for uh, I yeah, I can't see any reason why it's,
1: why it's not yeah. good, and it's meant to make this takeover. Well, fuck knows which takeover. A bit easier now as well because there's no uh, they don't uh, have to yeah, re-
2: again. You'd assume so because. I think the concern for the for the buyers at the minute is um, do they have to shell out for this short term debt? Yeah. Um,
0: the,
2: the, you know, this debt that needs paying off almost immediately. Do they need to pay it up front? And if so, how much of it? And if this comes through, if this happens, I mean, I know we're selling an asset essentially, yeah. or part of it, of one of our assets. But like you said, it, it does make it a bit more attractive to, to those taking over because there's less start up cost. To, to, to buy in the club.
1: Well, uh, at least it's good news there, I suppose. But some sad stuff, I suppose, is that is sure that going will be gone or not, Tom? Because his contract's run out, yeah? But Lennon wants him to stay and well, no-one else is going to come in for him, you'd have thought, would you? So what's, what do you reckon's going to happen in this scenario? Because it's quite strange.
2: Well, we've been talking about players not wanting to go and sticking around. I think his contract's out, but he's just turned up maybe turned up to the training ground today with his boots yeah. and he's
1: like i can't express how much i right i've still not decided if you're gonna hear said project at the end of this podcast yet but i've been working on a shoulder and army related pod um project for last week right he fucked it up for a start by scoring not entirely but it's a bit annoying he could have done it like a bit sooner instead of fucking all me I nearly gave it away then nearly messing it all up but um <laughs> I just I need him to have officially left before releasing it, really, or it'd be look a bit stupid if I would release said project and then he's um staying. Well, he's he, he's technically gone. Yeah, but
2: you it's never know. It's a bit like a Stuart he... older
1: situation at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: Here, a but no. Only I don't. I don't see Shola ending up on Fox and NBC anytime soon.
1: Ah, he'd look great though.
2: But do you know what he's? you if If the money's there to offer him a contract, yeah. then you think that it suits everybody, like you said, it'd be difficult for Scholler now to find a club where he can get the time on the pitch at yeah. this sort of level
0: And um, he's I think eight
1: bad... not, he's got two goals and eight off the bench for us, which isn't bad record, really, is it? No, not at all I think he could find a pre- he could find not Premier league club Christ, he could find
2: another championship team yeah. um, but whether or not he'd be able to get the game time that he does with us, um, yeah. I'm not sure, but also it's the idea of, you know, moving and trying to, and trying to settle, and get yourself up the pecking order as well, mm. so I think, if if the money becomes available, there's no doubt, Lennon will, will offer him another contract, and I, I don't see him turning it
1: down either. Yeah, I suppose the question is, do you want him to stay, do you think he should stay, I mean, with Heskey like seemingly died, and Medine's groin problems, we've got no strike, and you have Clough's out, well, Clough's, inverted commas, injured, uh, no. I'm sure he'll be back come bloody, uh, February 6th when we play Rotherham. He'll be he best, but be anyway. Um, do you want him to stay? Uh, in terms of... It's a necessity, I think.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: keeping him on the books as a striker. Like you said, Medin decided on uh, on Tuesday night that he'd had enough and just walked himself off the pitch, which was a bit strange um, what was even stranger was the fact that he was he was all right to start on the weekend, and mm. nobody seems to have really
1: picked it up. The very fact that he just walked off the pitch. Well, it seems like he was forced to play a bit, doesn't it? And I don't really like that because he's our only striker who can play ninety minutes, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: d- Woolery's making his way into the squad, and, mm. I, and, and not
2: uh, for not one minute am I complaining that he's making his way in because I'm sure he's earned it. But you'd like him on there as as maybe your third option. Um, but, you know, if, if it's Medine starting up front with, with half a groin and then Woolery and Dobby on the bench, you, you're worried then, aren't you?
1: Yeah, exactly. But um, speaking of other departures, there's been rumours today, really, that, and yesterday. Um, Charlton and Preston, North End, are apparently in for Liam Feeney and Ipswich, Ipswich, Who've long been rumoured to be after this player are apparently back in for captain Darren Prattley. So I think we'll start with Feeney. Um, Tom, I, would you be bothered if he went? Because I think it would bring celebrations mass. So that if we imagine it, I'm trying to imagine just the scene on Twitter if we got let's say 500 grand for Feeney.
2: I don't think we'd get half a million for Liam Feeney. Do you? Not really, but any and literally any fun any fee is yeah. a profit, isn't it? Yeah, and that, that's not like us, to make a profit exactly. on a player. Um, would, would I be happy? Um, probably not. Have I? Do you know what? I've had this discussion two or three times, mm. um, to the point where he's not, by any means, our best player. I do think that some fans make him out to be worse than he is. Yeah. Um, but he's not our best player. But the fact that, you know... He, you look at the stats and you see how many goals he's 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 scored and created for us. Yeah. It, it's, 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 I feel like I'm coming out in support of him here, and, mm-hmm. and I'm a bit cautious to do so. But regardless of whether you like him or not, we we would miss him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Just for the, think... play, the fact that he's not, he's never injured. He's played about fifty thousand games in a row. Yeah, Does and that...
2: he, he doesn't seem to. He doesn't seem to tire. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to, um, he, he, he seems to be one of the rare players that has a consistent run of form. Because he, 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 he's, yeah, he's, he's consistently never brilliant. just below average. Yeah, he's, he's, but consistently a, consistent. he's consistently a 5-6 out of 10 every yeah, week. Which... Uh, he's never He's never brilliant. Um, and, and then probably some people would argue that yes, sometimes he is terrible. But um, you know what you're going to get from him mm. every week. He'll put the ball onto his right foot, maybe yeah. fake it to step over, win about 16 corners per game. Yeah. And then you never know, he might. Pop a cross in the box or pop up with a goal. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be celebrating if he left. But like you said, it depends on the fee. Mm-hmm. Depends, it depends on what we get for him. Um, if he does go, we will, we will end up missing him because it, we, d- we don't seem to have the replacement on the bench.
1: Nay, well, I'm been contesting that for a while because I don't see why Tom Walker's suddenly been thrown into the fucking wilderness, but. Hey ho. Um, And as well, Prattley, what what do we think about Prattley? We we discussed earlier that Prattley finally started stepping up as the captain, so it'd be a bit of a blow if he suddenly left now, wouldn't it?
2: I would be very surprised. In fact, I I, I don't think there's any player other than Prattley that would be less likely to leave, Mm -hmm. if you see what I mean. I'd be very, very surprised if Darren Pratt left. I just think it's a, it's it's just a recycled rumor. Do mm. we know where
1: it's come from? Um, no, I don't actually. I, 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 Mark has tweeted about it saying, if I get it. Up. Just, just, This is going on far longer than I expected it to do. Um, it just says practically back on the ITFC radar, so maybe like I said, it, is, it has been rumoured on several occasions, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I, I just think it's the old an old rumour recycled. I don't,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't think he'll be going there. Well, I'm going to stick my neck out and say I don't think he's going there.
1: How much of a fee do you reckon we could get for him, considering he um, signed a new contract in the summer? Uh, or before the summer.
2: I think if you think about Ipswich, they don't tend to exactly. pay money for players, do they? No,
1: Ipswich don't pay money for anybody. Um, That's why I don't believe it. Because, like I said, he's one player that we could potentially get about seven hundred k for. or So, yeah, I was going to say any anywhere between four and eight hundred grand seems seems a, a fair enough price for him. Hmm. So I, I don't, I don't really see it. I, mean, I could see a t- maybe a team coming in for him that isn't Ipswich, but I just feel like. Like I said They they don't seem to be a team who actually sign anyone in January anyway unless it's like an Arsenal winger on loan or something. Um, <laughs> that, that
2: decides that he's going to have his uh, best hmm. game for them against us.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then the final bit of potential departures is the news that came as quite of a, an emotional blow to a lot of Twitter. is that the teenage prodigy, goal-scoring <laughs> wonder Alex Samidazi has been training with Derby and has apparently, according to various rumours on that internet, um, declined a professional contract here or another extension of his contract or whatever. Now, personally, I agree, I'm quite gutted with this. If he goes to Derby after all we've seen of him, of Dell's given him another chance, I know there's no loyalty in football, but you know, he was left in the cold after failing at Manchester City and we gave him another chance and all that. I'd be quite upset, not upset, but feel like a missed opportunity if he left. So, what would what you make of it?
0: Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of it from
2: maybe from his agent's point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can he can go to Derby now for for next to nothing, or um, he can have you know if, if if he takes his time, he might get a chance in League One. If he starts well in League One, he has one of those one of those seasons.
1: Benik has gone from League One to Premier League in yeah. a year and a half.
2: Trying sort of think, you know, like even Owen Doyle. He was brilliant in League One. He, you know, he went to Cardiff for a fair whack. Mm, he's
1: fucking I mean, wanker, he's, he's, not,
2: there. he's Well, he's not good, is he? No. Um, but he, but he went. You know, he went into League One, scored a few goals, and he went for a big fee. Mm. And his agent, surely, his agent must be thinking, you know, if this goes right, um, they're both in for a bit of a payday. If, mm. if he gets a starting place in League One. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, you're looking at Derby, top of the Championship, or thereabouts. Looking towards the Premier League, and then you've got Bolton looking
1: the other way. Yeah, I know it's, it's ambition. You couldn't fault him for going there, especially when they probably have a better record of playing youngsters, never necessarily their own youngsters. Apart from I think Will Hughes, but like the likes of George Fawn, they sign, they sent sign to sign a few young players who go into the team. but on the, but on the same breath, yeah. they do spunk. Millions on like Andy development and stuff like that as well. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it, give and taking it.
2: we tend to take young players, like you said, the, the ones that fit the way that they try and play, which is gen- generally uh, nice footballers. Um, maybe a bit soft, but play play football the right way. So you never know. But then again, he's if he's sixteen. A Derby not thinking
1: mm. for three four years time. Yeah, I when he could li- genuinely be in this our team next season if all goes well.
2: Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah, from
1: from which point of view, well, we just need to maybe get um,
2: Clough and Rob holding in his ear because they seem to they seem to eat, sleep, and breathe Bolton Wanderers. Mm-hmm. So let's get that. Let's just get them in his ear and tell him that he's best off staying.
1: Well, here's hoping. Anyway, that's the end of segment two of the Love Pod. We'll be back in just a moment to preview Leeds, and then we're out of here. <laughs>
0: Hello everyone and welcome to the third and final
1: section of Love Pod 44. Um, There is literally, there's not going to be a fourth segment because there'd be very little use in doing a League One quiz or any form of game when there's literally two of us. So we're just going to talk about the Leeds game in, I imagine, minor detail because there's not much to say really. I suppose, Tom, team-wise, we're going to be unchanged again, providing there's no injuries as such.
2: It's looking that way, isn't it? Need build
1: consistency, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's looking that way. I mean,
2: also there's no midweek game for us exactly, this week, yeah. which is which is a, which is not something that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's looking like it's looking like it's not going to change too much. I mean, the players that we seem to be talking about every week just aren't appearing. Casado, mm-hmm. um, Pisano, th- those two have disappeared off the face of the earth.
1: Uh, Casado's but- still kicking about on the bench. I think it's just because Moxie's forms just keep. Well, the- yeah,
2: just yeah. Um, who else? Prince seems to be enjoying his time on the bench. Derek.
1: Derek. No, I don't Derek's know where Derek is.
2: Evaporated. I think Derek's got a job in Starbucks on <laughs> Oxford Road or something. He looks like a Starbucks. He does.
1: You, you, you know, he does. You could see him wearing like a black shirt with a little green apron. Just going, yeah.
2: All he needs can't. is like a, a tattoo of a shape on his forearm. <laughs> yeah. Like, a nice a symmetric pattern. And just doesn't have to explain it. It's just a shape on yeah. his arm.
1: I don't, so. I'm not going to criticise because I do have shapes on both of the films. <laughs> so Derek's
2: not Derek's not going to play because he's working in Starbucks. There you go, you've heard it here first.
1: Yeah, so it's just going to be the same. I think I, I, it seems like the only possible change might be up front with Medin not being that fit, which there's no one to, else to replace him unless Wollary gets a start, which I can't see. So I think it'll just be same get same again, try and build some consistency. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what you've been searching for since September, Dan. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Yeah, and I think no, that's it, really, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you know what? Why do we think the game will go? you, know, you like the FA Cup or whatnot? not? Yeah, yeah. that's the bit we were yeah, alluding to earlier. With I you know, the best deal we've done, the best bit of business we've done in ten years is by basically giving Leeds half the fucking stadium with seven thousand tickets. Yeah, hopefully they'll I mean- sell out. Twenty quid a pop,
2: and all the money that we make, we'll probably have to spend on policing the occasion. But um, <laughs> no, I've got a couple of mates who are Leeds fans, and they're uh, they're quite happy about it. I'm sure
1: understand. they'll um, understand. Like as a club who's similar, who suffered similar plight, they'll understand that. You know, they'll probably all go for the more, you know, go for more. Cause, yeah. Um,
2: and to, to be honest, you know, Leeds fans usually Leeds derby Wednesday yeah. forest. They usually get stuck with paying 40, 45, 50 mm-hmm, quid, yeah. uh, or whatever it is, a ticket, just purely because they know they're going to take five thousand. So, I think you know they'll they'll appreciate the fact that it's a cheaper ticket than they used to paying. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, give them seven thousand, let them make lots of noise. They'll soon show up when Gary Medine scores a winner. <laughs> um,
0: I'd
2: give them no, twelve thousand. Like you said, it's good and it's all in the spirit of the cup. Into you know, it's all about the atmosphere and yeah. Um, like yeah, they they know what we're going through. You never know, we might end up. Uh, making some friends in West Yorkshire.
1: Mm-hmm. So how do we, How do you think the game's going to go itself then? Do you see us you know, continuing the magic of the cup after crushing and fucking dismantling the dreams of the lowly league, non-league side on Tuesday? Uh,
2: well, not, I don't think we'll lose. Mm, that's promising. I don't think we'll lose. Um, I'm going to go <laughs> a conservative 1-1, mm-hmm.
1: um,
2: but I'm hoping...
1: It might be a win, but I just don't want to say it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't jinx it. I like the lead side. Have got a good players. Have just signed. Um, I can't say it, but Dia Dia from uh, Brentford. You know the Brentford. What the fuck are they doing? Literally selling out the uh, spine of all what made them great. Oh, have they got him, have they? Yeah, they signed him He's a decent Oh, Are yeah. yeah, they've got Judge as well. Who's a very not not Judge, sorry. Um, Stuart Dallas, who's a very good player. They've got they've not got a bad team. Leads. It's just like the consistency, really. That you know, as always, hope was um tripping them up a bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really don't see. It. I don't know how this game. I think it'll be low scoring. I think it'll be a good atmosphere as well because of Leeds, which will be fun, but I don't want i don't want to put a prediction on it because I'm too much of a pussy. But anyway, well, Tom, <laughs> with that segment's lasted about 4 minutes and 30 seconds. Is there anything else we can do to prolong it just a little bit longer? Because I don't uh, know. Um,
2: what could we talk about? Oh, bloody hell. Um, we could talk about me being positive for I know, yeah, it's been 51 weird, it. minutes of podcast.
1: I know, it's mad, is not it? I like, know. You know I've got, as I was saying to you, then I'll go into it in full detail. Got an exam tomorrow. Sorry, I will be off soon, don't worry, but I couldn't give much of a fuck about it. It's the worst thing I've ever done, right? Imagine this for a lecture, right? It's at 10 o'clock in the morning after you've just had two hours of shorthand. Right?
2: What's, uh, you're going to have to tell them what shorthand Google is. Google it. Is it like, a, does this journalist yeah. language where they just write shapes?
1: Yeah, Google it. Right, okay. Have a look and I want to hear your audible reaction.
2: Oh, well, you want me to do it now? Yeah. Right, okay, so I'm just Googling shorthand.
1: Yeah, or tea line shorthand, either way. T
2: tea, is tea in cups of tea? No, just the letter. Okay, T-line shorthand. Oh, wow. Look at uh, the state of that. It looks like if you asked a child yep. to, to reinvent
1: the English language. Mm-hmm. Well, that's basically a streamlined version of English. Why well, would you do that? So you can write quick. So you can take notes. It's not notes, saving you any time whatsoever. It is. It, it is what, slightly larger. No, it is. It's the. It's the. Uh, the why the 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 way the uh, like how you write it and the direction you go and stuff like that. Trust me, it's it's mad how much it does actually. I've got to get 100 words per minute by the end of the year to pass my, like, get the certificate in it. My, um, I was interviewed by somebody. Did a shot.
2: They were writing a shot, yep. and I immediately didn't trust them. I immediately thought they were uh, they were writing something else to what I was telling them. No, and but that, that is right. what it's
1: for for interviewing. But basically, after that, then it's two hours of this Greek lady who speaks you know great English for a Greek person, but it's still you know a Greek person speaking English <laughs> for two hours. I hope nobody from uni listens to this. Oh, I am. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I, was
2: like, I wonder how many Bolton fans there are in Sheffield
1: because I know three I least. know, well, there's me, there's a guy, I know about, I know of three, including myself. But anyway, none of my lecturers are Bolton fans, I hope. But anyway, like I said, You never know. Ah, yeah, yeah. But, um, see. Basically, it's this lecture where she would talk for two hours off a slideshow, which was nothing but white background with black writing just piles of it like 40 slides each and that was it and it was atrocious and I don't care but that's that's what I've got tomorrow. lucky me lucky you yeah but anyway unless you've got any fucking stories you want to share Um.
2: no mate I can't even pretend Mm. to be interesting yeah
1: well let's not this on the head, then. I think we've done well to milk as much time out of it as we have, considering there's only two of us. And well, I've managed. We've managed to make this up to eight minutes now, so that'll seem like for enough, <laughs> won't it? So, Tom, where can they find you on those interwebs?
2: Find me on the, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks. Well, no, probably just
1: <laughs> don't be giving that out.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't be giving me the Facebooks, weirdos. Um, down the money road. Yeah, see the burn Aces.
1: I am, of course, at McBroskit as always, and you can follow Line of Vienna at Line of Vienna. S T S T E Ste. St, still don't know who he is. Um, you can check out all the all the hashtag content, and there's loads of it. And there'll be something. No wait, never mind. I'll edit a the bit. There's lot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck my outro. Hey, this... it doesn't matter. It'll be nine minutes now. Yeah, true, true. true. But anyway, loads of content on Line of and then get on the Facebooks at Facebook.com forward slash Line of Vienna Suite and check out all the shite. Listen to us and all that type of stuff. You know you know where it is. You're listening to this, so you probably know who we are and where we are. I don't know why I bother doing it. It's I hope really don't nice know actually. where we are, you freaks. <laughs> anyway, Tom, say goodbye. ta And it's goodbye from me. And here to play out the Line of Vienna podcast episode 54. is me singing... The Shola Song.
0: This song's a eulogy to Shola Ramiobi. He came here in October amongst a load of laughter. But he proved the doubters wrong real quick when he stuck the ball between the sticks. A debut goal to save her, though it didn't do much favour. Shola played a few more times and actually... Looked alright, he held the ball up with grace and Had a surprise in turn of face But in front of goal he was quite bad Which made the people very sad And now his time is over It's goodbye to Shola So it's farewell Shola We hardly knew ya We have no coin to spare, so you're going to have to go elsewhere. We wish you all the best, with the career that you have left. And if you don't mind, I'd like to sing for one last time. Yo!